Watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl. Hi, Mike. Let's watch. Let's watch right away because I can't do it. You're like one of those producers where you get on the mic and he's like, oh, you're so loud. I have to grimace and make publicly. Yeah, my yeah. headphones, you know, they're kind of blissful. We'll turn them down, Chuck. Turn down the heads. All right. Get that headset. On NPR. On NPR. Affiliate. We are part of the American Public Radio Network, which is not affiliated with National Public Radio, but we do bring programming. We're on uh, Mutiny Radio right now. Mutiny and, and we're not associated Radio. with Pacifica either. Definitely. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Oh, was it? So we have a Pacifica in the Bay Area, and you're yep. out there in New Jersey. You have the you have the classic one. New York City, right? WBIA. Hey, seven dirty words you can't say on TV. Oh, we got sued. Oh, hey. Uh, you know what? Abby Hoffman had a, had a radio show called Radio Free USA on WBA. I registered that show. I think it was that, that station. Anyway, hello, everyone. Welcome to Let's Watch a Full Length Carl, we stream right now on mutinyradio.fm as we do every Sunday, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 5 p.m. Carl, New Jersey time. And what we do is we watch an entire movie on YouTube in its entirety in real time with you, let us. And we want you to watch the movie on YouTube and listen to us at the same time as we do it at 2 p.m. We also have a podcast by our acronym. D. I built I build it up and then I hit the last one. It's fun to stay that the L. W-A-F. No, so remember that acronym. Go ahead and find our podcast, subscribe to our podcast. And if you want to watch the movie and listen to us but not do the hard work, Carl will do it for you. Not only did Carl write the theme song, not only did Carl going to produce the upcoming uh, Comedian Countdown, uh, he also syncs up the audio and video and posts it on our YouTube channel. Yet you're still just listed as a guest on the call sheet. I am the curator of our channel. That doesn't make me on the show. I'm helping what are you, out. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Carl, what is the movie we're seeing right now? Today? We will watch Gone in 60 Seconds. Not Nicolas Cage. 1974. Sure. Gone in 60 Seconds. 
Gone in 60 Seconds, 1974. That's what you put in the YouTube search engine. And the channel we like is 24 by 7 movies. Well, it's 24 forward slash 7. It's the only one you're going to bump into, right? Right. There are three O's in in movies. Oh, like a cow is saying. Well, this is moving pictures. We got a lot of cars moving around. Uh, the premise of this podcast is that we get to see movies that I read about. And oh my God, I read about this movie from 1974. It is a cult classic. We're always happy to retread out one of the great cult classics here on our show because it's on YouTube. And, you know, we're a community of movies, bad movie lovers and cult film aficionados. So go ahead, click on the link that's Gone with 60 Seconds, 1974. 24-7 movies. I'm going to subscribe to that channel just because I, like yeah. I like their style. And uh, what we'll do is we want you to hit pause, move the timer to 000. We have a great segment that Carl has produced called Comedian Celebrity Comedian Countdown. You're going to get to meet a comedian, get to hear a little backstory, maybe realize this person is not, is not that funny. And, uh, you know, maybe you'll find out their address. Maybe, maybe you want to just uh, call the SWAT on them. You know, a lot of constructive things in these days. But anyway, uh, really excited. Actually, a very funny comedian from New Jersey. I haven't seen it yet, but I'm really excited. And then we'll be back with the movie. Once you hear the countdown, once you hear it go, click go. Carl, take it away. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Celebrity Comedian Countdown, this time with Andrea Bryant. Welcome, Andrea. <laughs> Thanks so much for having me. Well, you are a newbie to comedy, uh, so I'm wondering, like, how long you've been into it and what got you started? Uh, so I've only been doing comedy for about a year and a half. Uh, always been a huge fan of stand-up comedy, but just never thought that's something that I should, uh, should try my hand at. Uh, but about a year and a half ago, I was a, a guest on a podcast, and they wanted us to write Christmas-themed jokes, have about a minute of material, and I did that. I got some laughs, had a blast, and decided I should write a five-minute set. Um, performed that a few days later in a friend's basement, uh-huh. and uh, to great encouragement, and uh, just been doing it ever since. So that gave you the bug, right? But when you oh, yeah. got that encouragement, that applause, that laughter, is that what made you keep going, keep wanting to do it? or? Yeah, well, because we... We have in our minds that we want to do something, but we also want to make sure we're on the right track. And, and certainly that encouragement that, okay, well, uh, I'm making people laugh, maybe not as consistently as I would like, but that'll come later. Uh, let's let's do this. This is fun. And it has come later. I mean, I see you do the guest spots at Scotty's and everybody's with you. You know, there's no dead jokes. I mean, you've got your, you got more than five minutes, I'm sure, right? What oh, are you yeah. Now? Yeah, at this point, yes. <laughs> If I, if I that How many minutes do you have? Uh, 20. 20 minutes. Very nice. Sure. For a year and a half, 20 solid minutes. Oh, yeah. I, 20, that's good. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sure I could pad that out with some crowd work. but 20 for sure. Um, but, and that's that's another thing. Is crowd work has been kind of a yeah. work in progress over the last last year, but I'm having fun with that. So. Well, I saw you do it last night, the crowd work. Uh, no, no, it was on Friday, right? It yeah. was on Friday, right? So you grew up in the Bay Area. You went into the Navy. You made your way to New York City. Tell me about this journey. Tell me how you got all the way here from there, uh, especially after the Navy. 
Yeah. So, well, even from the Bay Area to the Navy wasn't a straight line. I uh, I lived and worked in Lake Tahoe for a couple years. Then I moved to Idaho and all sorts of things. So I joined the Navy out of Idaho. Uh, joined the Navy, see the world. They sent me the next state over to Washington, Seattle area. Uh, I was there for a couple years. They sent me over to Bahrain, uh, over in the Middle East for about a year. And that's where I finished up my time. And I got out and moved to Salt Lake City. Uh, I was there for about five years, I, finishing up school, working a little bit. I got back into the Navy Reserves while I was out there. Uh, but again, being a huge comedy fan and everything else, I, I kept uh, making trips out to New York City and thinking, having blast. <laughs> Every single time I come out here, I don't do a whole lot for fun Salt Lake. And uh, so about four years ago, I, I decided to move out here and been here ever since. Natural, natural progression. So Bahrain, was that a life-changing experience? Uh, there's no uh, like watershed moment or anything like that. It was, but it was a great experience. See how how other cultures live and yeah. Uh, that's oh, I guess for one transformative thing, that was the first place I had experienced food delivery. That was a totally uh -huh. foreign concept, and now it's it's everywhere. Um. But yeah, it was it was just interesting to see see how other people lived and, and to live somewhere else that wasn't the United States for a whole year is not something a lot of Americans say they did. Absolutely. So this uh, Bahrain and the Navy experience and the reserves has led you to this podcast that you do called the Decompression Chamber. Yes. Tell me about that. How can people find that and and what's it all about there? It's a, it's veteran based. Yeah, yeah. So it's uh, yeah, decompression chamber, Spotify, iTunes, all all your finer podcasts. It's also I put it up on my YouTube channel, um, but it's just me sitting down with a fellow veteran and interviewing. Well, so far just him, but I'm open to female guests as well. I've only been at it a month, uh, but we talk about their time in the military. Uh, a lot of times, there's a lot of people, a lot of Americans who don't know a veteran personally and so they they hear the word veteran and they think it's downrange and those are veterans they're great people but i'm kind of more interested in the stories of people who well i i worked uh intelligence so i knew that desert storm was going to happen the moment it did i was receiving communications i was recalled or i served in south korea and was worried about nuclear bomb attacks from the north or whatever else. So it's uh, it's weird things that people don't really think about. And it's kind of almost like a quiet service because then these individuals go on to their civilian lives. Uh, but yeah, I sit down for about 40 to 60 minutes and kick around the topic of uh, military service. It sounds like a great deep dive. Now we've got a veteran show coming up on a Thursday, probably in July or August in uh, Scotty's. I'll talk with you about that offline. Maybe you a part of it oh i'd love to yeah now one of your credits for comedy is not a comedy credit at all <laughs> it is the impressive yeah. fact that you can deadlift 300 pounds tell me about that yes so uh i after i quit drinking a couple years ago you know you got to fill that void with something else so i ended up found out i liked lifting heavy things and uh so i got into all the the great power lifts and uh, deadlifts being among them. 
And uh, yeah, I, I can deadlift uh, 300 pounds. Tested the other day, still, still yeah. right there. Um, still got it. <laughs> yeah, still, still got it. So still like lifting heavy things. Uh, but yeah, last night uh, Gene brought it up in just the most humorous way possible, and it was at that moment I was so horrified with myself because I realized what a dumb credit it was. It's a great credit. It's funny. It's silly. I mean, it's not silly, but I'm saying to apply it's comedy. It, it, yes, that's that was the thing. It was like all of a sudden the spotlight was shown on me. I'm like, oh, Gene, you got me good. Wow. <laughs> now there's, I did um, we talked about your podcast, but you're also involved in many, many podcasts because you're part of two subscription-based, you know, behind the paywall services. One is Gas Digital and the other is Compound Media. Now, I, I think you started at Compound and now you're at Gas Digital or, or tell me about this experience and, and you know, what got you there and, and where are you at today? Yeah, so I I was, uh, and this is me being a huge comedy fan, so uh, Compound Media, I got to, uh, kind of got to know them as a fan and coming in all the time. And then since I was coming in so frequently, I thought it's a little weird just for me to be here and empty hint so i started bringing in cookies and uh boy that is the key to everyone's heart so i was included in a lot of things um oh well you know we've got uh an extra cod at one of the hotels for comedians of the compound if you want to coming down uh stuff like that so they were always very inclusive of me yeah. uh, if i wanted to, to tag along for stuff um and actually with the networking i did there uh, once a job came up at Gas Digital, uh, I just had a whole list of very recognizable references to say this is going to be your next office manager. Yeah. yeah. So I've been with Gas Digital for about six months. Love it over there. They treat me great. Um, I, I love it over there, too, because the guest, you don't know who's going to walk through the door. It's, it could be yeah. something I've watched on TV for 20 years. So yeah. I love it. Yeah, that's really a great experience. There they are in person and three-dimensional, not on a flat screen. I know. Right? Yeah, so yeah. This is even how we met this, um, I think it was Gino Pisconti, right, on Compound Media, brought you to Scotty's with Bobby Tamboro. Um, yes. I, no, actually, I well, I may have gone to see Gino. Uh, it, I, Dave Lando brought me. Yeah. That's yeah. what it was. So this brings up my uh, the program you are in. There is a little-known comedy program called Rides for Spots that's yes. been very successful for you. Tell me about that. Uh, yeah, so if uh, headliner needs a ride to a gig, uh, when they ask, it's usually implied or say so, you, you can have a guest spot. So, right. um, you know, since Dave Landau is, is no longer lives out on the east coast he'll be flying in he gets to a hotel i tell he's been very kind very generous at that and then uh, uh pat dixon on friday he yes. uh he let me know hey if you uh you know can give me a ride you can get a spot and i i had nothing scheduled i, I hadn't been on stage for a week so i was uh i was more hungry for the spot than he was for the ride it was very nice now pat dixon is also on compound media he's got the new york city crime report but he didn't say to you Hey, I need a ride, right? He called you up and said, "Uh, well, he texted me and said, if you'd like to come to out to Scotty's tonight, you're cordially invited." Yeah, but I I know Pat well enough. I knew exactly what that message meant. So being a comedy Uber does not suck. 
No, not at all. I, I don't mind it. Okay, so Andrea Bryant, and it's with a Y, B-R-Y-A-N-T. Well, I want to see how Correct. people can find you out there on the internet, social media, YouTube channels. You let me know that you have at comicscard.com mm -hmm. forward slash Andrea dash Bryant, B-R-Y-A-N-T, comics, comicscard.com forward slash Andrea dash Bryant. What do we find on that page? Uh, so you can find all my socials, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, even LinkedIn, if you want to drive down your value on that site. Um, but there's also my calendar of dates. So if you want to come out and see me, uh, yeah. that's towards the bottom of the page as well. Okay. Andrea Bryant, everyone at home is sitting there ready and poised to watch this movie with us. It is essential that they press play at the exact same time we do in the studio. So why don't you, Andrea Bryant, with a Y, give us that celebrity comedian countdown. Three, two, one, go. Thank you, celebrity comedian countdown uh, comedian. Ready to start the movie. Oh, that's the scene from Kill Bill. Now, this isn't original music. What's that? That's Kill the Bill took us took a, the scene with the sunglasses on the dashboard oh, and did really? a homage by having the sheriff driving in to the chapel. Well, I really love hate that Quentin Tarantino, you know? It's kind of a prick move. It's like, um, you know? Well, he's, but, a, he's a fellow podcaster now. Him and Roger Avery, the writer of Pulp Fiction, have a podcast on movies. Uh, well, that's perfect that he would have a podcast. Like, boy, can he blah, blah, blah. Oh, the audacity, the audacity. Can you believe the guy talking about movies, talks over movies? God, who needs that shit? <laughs> I'm not saying that. So, okay, yeah, so it's a complete rip. Up letting us know what it is. It's going to be all about driving. Have you seen the remake with uh, yeah. kids? Like that movie? I don't know. It was okay, but it, it wasn't uh, really this. You know, a friend of mine, uh, Mike Strong, told me this story. He went to see this movie at the Thousand Bandas, which is in Vegas. And uh, the line was impossible, and the concession line took forever. Uh -huh. Oh, I this movie is such a train wreck. I didn't realize the movie was such a Good one, Mike. went off the rails. Anyway, so. Wait, 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 wait. This happened in real life, and the director took advantage of it. Just, yeah. Come on, everybody. They quickly ran over here. He he was like tipping cows, and he's like, "I got an idea. Let's tip this train and film it." No, he said he got he was on the police scanner. We have a uh, train wreck, perfect for my movie. Yeah, all this footage. Think of the production value, right? We're watching a movie, right. and there's something awful, a fucking train wreck. Now he's an insurance investigator, going oh. up to assess the damage. You know, I did that as a living. I was an insurance inspector. Uh huh. What I did was I would there'd be insurance companies that would deal with like cars and shit like that, and I would say, "Hi, I'm Mike. I'm your insurance inspector for Waltham, Massachusetts. Uh, can you answer a few questions for me?" And they'll go, oh, "Okay. How, what would you say the how much money you guys make? Is it about a low four figures, high five figures? You know, they're like well, get off the phone." But I would I would make sure that everything's in line with the insurance policy. But it was with the company, not the people. Now, what we just saw here was an auction. Bought this car for 300 bucks. What? Yeah, that piece of, that hunk of junk. 
You talk about the 1974 money. Did you know that $300 back in 1974 yeah. was worth $300 in 1974? Right. Yeah. You know, I never think of it that way. Back then, that was serious money. It was yeah. worth $300. It was $1974. $300. So my friend Mike Srog went to see a movie, and the line took forever. Everything took forever. The concession stand took forever. The first trailer was gone in 60 seconds. Time to get your ticket to this theater. A minute. Time to get your popcorn. A minute, 30 seconds. And everyone went, boo. No, it didn't. Took 40 <laughs> minutes. Great story. Great story. Now, look what they're doing. They're stripping the car. But it's really not like about parts or anything, although they will keep the engine or whatever. It's about those serial numbers, vehicle numbers, VINs, right? Right. They're take, they're going to steal cars and replace it with these VINs. Well, wait a minute. They, oh, so they just want the VIN. Yeah, and other distinguishing things. But they'll put that sticker on a different car. Yeah, look at them lifting it off right now. Ooh, uh-oh. That's cool. Got centerfolds on the wall. That's cool. Look this the other way. Bill. You see that it's a code name. It's illegal. There's our director and writer and producer and star and genius. This guy in the cowboy suit? Yeah. Well, that's just 70s not in cowboy suit. The cowboy suit. Yeah, because yeah, cowboys were a football. big deal in the 70s. See the not in football suits. Yeah. He's got the hair. He's got to show it off. These guys have the same thing. So. Yeah. You see that guy right there? I really don't know his name. In real life, He's, uh, I just don't know. Uh, LAX? He's, okay. The director's name is H.B. Palicki, and he saved a lot of money by not having any stars. And the, the speed is the star of this. Hell, look how lax that airport is. Oh, I'm telling you. Uh, you know, I like that, but I'm, I'm over that airport. I am ex-lax. <laughs> Listen, we didn't do a celebrity comedian countdown, so we can't this, but it should, this car should be gone in 60 seconds. Okay. On Mississippi. Mississippi. I don't know how long a second 60 is. bottles of beer on the wall. 60, 60 seconds of beer. If one of them falling in it falls. How many um, bottles of beer on the wall? 59 seconds bottles of beer on the wall. Look at it. Oh, cranking oh. it. Northwest Orient. Who hasn't done that in the car? Am I right? Yeah, cranking it. <laughs> Look at them. So they're just gone. Hustling. Gone. Seconds by my count. Now, this movie I read about first in Psychotronic uh, Video Guide. From, oh, and he was saying this guy was a real stuntman who yeah. just scraped up money and, and made his own stunt movie. Yeah, and it was really that. successful. Right. He really is a car mechanic repair kind of person. He just loves cars and, he, and he's spent a lot of money on this film but the the film made money it made millions so you I, I don't I, I don't want you to humble brag but I know you are a dedicated gearhead when it comes to automobiles Am I? okay well growing up in Los Angeles and New York and <laughs> so many yeah. other places the star of this film is the 1973 Ford Mustang that's the car to there we go now, this car they just chopped up was called Jill. Okay, it's always a code name. 
code name for the 1973 Ford Mustang is Eleanor. Gotta give a lady's name. Keep it classy. It's got the the plate again. It is now the wrecked car, the wrecked up car. Just like poof, it'll be on the street. They'll run the plate. They'll have the record of it. Carl, just that for shits and giggles, can you tell me where you are in this movie? Yes, I am liking it, but at the same time, no, I'm only kidding. Um, it, I'm at <clears throat> seven minutes and 20, 21, 22, 23, 7, 24, 5. I mean, we are 34. 34? 1, 2, no. And now. Okay, we're looking at money. Lots, yeah. lots and lots of money. Yeah. This Carl. is the biggest deal of their... Yeah, go ahead. I just want to say, I want money. Lots and lots of money. I want a piece of the pie. Yeah. I want to be rich. Do, 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 do. It, it doesn't... The best things in life are free, right? I mean, but you can save it for the birds and the bees. I want money. That's what you want. That's what they want. Oh, okay. this is like, yeah, this, I recognize this. This is where the John the John Wick ladies live. Okay, now look, this is the biggest deal ever. Four hundred thousand dollar deal. He's getting two hundred of that up front. Okay, it's in his back pocket right now. He's going to use it to pull the scam. He has to get like fifty cars by three days. Uh huh. And he doesn't have to swap them like we saw him swap out Jill. Just has to steal them and strip them. Wait a minute, let me do the math. Three days, sixty cars, thirty seconds. Yeah, it works. (laughs) I think sixty seconds. Either forty-eight or fifty cars. Okay, here we have a wedding in New York, New York State, and it's a Polish wedding, and we'll get a lot of seventies Polak things throughout the film oh a lot of good jokes it's 48 cars 48 cars the ford mustang is the eleanor now look it's very specific they want six limousines they want three rolls royces they want uh, one eleanor you know i I hate talking shop during a wedding but who who's this (laughs) they that wants it so badly well, it's like um, the guy, it's really the director, H.P. <laughs> Hilicki. He is an insurance claim. He does insurance claim. Uh, so, yeah. Like if the car gets stolen, he pledges to go find it. And it, that's, he works for the insurance company. So he's stealing cars from his client to yes. write the claims. Well, he's not the client. He, he's hired by the insurance company. He's, it's not really his client. Gotcha. But does the insurance company wants him? To, I'm sorry. Like I know this is a wedding. I shouldn't be talking shop. But this... <laughs> I. It's going right now. The music's going Polish, 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 and the Polish polka and. Look, this is a '70s movie. That kid should have been shot in the head by now. Look how honest this is. Some bummy bar like my reserve club where we have the open mic. 
Oh, you think that's the open micers there, like yeah, waiting for the wedding right. band? We're waiting. Where's the list? Where's the list? That's the first thing you say when you both. Are you are you on the groom side or the bride side? No, I'm here for the mic at six o'clock. Is there a list out yet? I'll be doing five minutes. Well, it's eleven a.m. and we have a wig actually right now. The list is not out. So the list is not out. Can I start a list? Yes, yeah. our list. I was here first, and uh, my friend Tony's coming, so he would come. He would, he would perform first. So I would be second. Now, look, we're getting some family politics and business politics. Okay, when nice. their father died, um, he got a lot of the shares. He's the goofy. Is he the one with the rose? He's Mister Cool. I think his name is uh, Pace. Um, oh, right. You got to keep a good pace when you're dealing cars. <laughs> yep. It's Adrian Pace. That's what it is. Adrian Pace. A Pace. So he just had the fucking balls to fly to New York, go to this friend's wedding who is a, a partner in the business, and tell him, you're not going on your honeymoon because we got to steal 48 cars. And of course, the guy's like, you know, fuck you. It's my wedding. And he's like, well, and he gets his way. He, the guy has to stay, and he sort of becomes the bad guy. But I don't know. He got screwed. So rude oh, so the groom is the bad guy in this movie? He's the adversary? Yeah. Well, yeah, it's because he has blue balls. That's why he's fucking pissed. <laughs> so here we are in 1970s Los Angeles airport, and, you know, it's all very humble and clean change. Mm -hmm. You know, it hasn't changed at all. The same fucking grates. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sure. beds. Look how they park by the terminal. Yeah, oh, nice. Uh, Right, is, behind him is the parking lot, I'm sure. You caught his chest hair, you see? His thing is open yeah. there. I can take that car. Look, look, that's an Eleanor. That's a 1973 Ford Mustang. Oh, he's going to steal the car now? Well, there'll be a joke. It won't. He won't get it. See, this movie does not follow the movie rules, but there were sort of like no movie rules yet. In 1973, you know, it had to be built, this uh, Hollywood movie of today. Right. This movie's really good and interesting and fun. And also, it sucks so bad. It's both things. I was always under the impression it was no more than 70 minutes. <laughs> it's 60 <laughs> seconds. Now, look, this, oh, you mean, maybe you're thinking of the sequel. Look, there was a sequel. Yeah, this guy's saying, let me steal it, boss. Please let me steal it. And he's going to be in the, the guy who's our final chase scene. Oh, there's car chases in this movie? Oh, yeah. You're going to love it. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I get a little nervous. Did they? Oh, this is before seatbelts, right? 1973? It was before seatbelts, yes. Yeah, and they only had AM radio. Or A-track. <laughs> no, they had no A-tracks. You think that, that Rolls doesn't have an A-track kicking it? So he's like, thank you, God, okay, see you soon, bye, bye, bye. Okay, here, no, here it is. Now watch this guy, he's so cool, he'll be in our final chase. He goes to get in and he's like, oops, haha, <laughs> wrong car, and he gets super embarrassed. They're very suspicious that he was. I don't know. No one's suspicious. I wouldn't even call this pre-9-11. This is like pre-calendar. <laughs> right? They were still using he just, like he just sunlight. Yeah, that's right. 
Looks like March. That's what they said. The way they acted at this airport. Everyone else stole the Eleanor. Yeah. Okay. Now with the guy we saw who got embarrassed, he's now dyed his hair gray because it's gonna help him with being identified when he's you know for stealing cars if he gets caught or something. I don't know why, but it's gray now. And he's not like our big boss, Adrian. He's like sort of second in command and running the operation. And there won't ever be any static between him and he's cool throughout, but he is cool. Now you're so cool, Carl. <laughs> yeah. You see, like check out his sideburns, they're sleeping. Don't disturb his sideburns, they're sleeping. <laughs> oh, little sideburns. Yeah. Oh, here's the list. That's the list of cars they're going to steal. Now, it's very specific, right? They need right. a Rolls-Royce Silver Shadow, a Rolls-Royce Silver Ghost, a Plymouth Barracuda, a Jaguar E-Type, Rolls-Royce Phantom 5. You know, it's very specific what this guy wants. He's got a Ferrari V12. And, of course, our favorite, 1973 Ford Mustang. Eleanor. There's Lyle Wagner, and they will yes. steal his car. And Lyle Wagner, of course, is the six million dollar man, right? From no. TV. No. <laughs> that's, oh, that's that's Steve Austin. Uh, uh, no, it's uh, Lee Majors. Oh, so he's not Lee Majors. Where do I know him then? Uh, he was in a lot of seventies TV. Lyle Wagner. Um, oh, didn't we? I think we saw did a movie with him. In it. I don't remember, and I ought to. Oh, it might have been a film that I picked, and I was like, nah. But there was, like, <laughs> Lyle Wagner in it. Here's our plan. Yep, that's right. That's what they're going through. We got a lot of cars to steal tonight, but they're easy picks. It's a sabotage. Do, 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 do. <laughs> this is, like, one long sabotage video. Wow, that is a classy fucking garage, man. You got pieces of artwork in there. Look how little room there is. Dude, I love putting my artwork in the garage right be behind the car. That way the exhaust fumes gets into the artwork. <laughs> Ooh, little top secret shit in yeah. there. 1973 yeah. spy shit. Right. Bruce Lee lent me this. If you were at the drive-in and you saw that, you'd be like, whoa, dude, that was cool. Did you see it? Ah, uh, no. Nah. Oh, this is where we need to. Okay, now our cool guy buys a jacket and he'll use it to pretend he works there. He and is he'll cool. He put of, it right over his denim jacket. Yes. And it's the 70s. And he will sort of, a la pickpocketing, bump into a guy oh. with a badge. Yep. And he snaps oh, his badge Mr. off. Cool. What a nice Rolls Royce that guy's pulled up in. Oh, look at that. It's funny hat. He's it's going to be gone in 60 seconds. Those are called quarter midgets. It's pretty cool. I think it's cool that they were able to rent a uh, a racetrack and do this for their movie. No, no. Oh no, they they shot the movie during an existing. <laughs> the go the the Goodyear Blim says lock your doors or it may be gone in sixty seconds, and I think that's where where they got their title. I don't. There you go. There God, was no yeah. script. Well, because it also uses the number sixty seconds as the title. Right, exactly. But I'm saying that it might have got named, like, well, it, I don't know. It's just interesting. They had no script. They just had some general guidelines. 
and they would ad lib it like left and right. Aggie. Yeah, Aggie's rolling away right now. But I think that means Augie from the Texas uh, A&M University. It's their football team and their oh, all right. Augies, I, I think. Oh, look, they're outside. They're outside in the backyard. In the grass. <laughs> On the grass, yeah, I got the dog there. Now, look, he's just sipping his booze. That's the way to do it. Because if you pour it in a glass, you might lose valuable alcohol. You got to go straight into the mouth. Yeah, there is, a, what is it called? Contrition. You lose yeah. a little energy in the transfer. Yeah, so right, right. You skip a step. Yeah, you it's like a drop, man. It's six steps of Kevin Bacon, but basically you're drinking directly from the bottle. <laughs> it's the bacon. It's bacon. Oh, good old 18. Where do you live? I live on 18,504 <laughs> Main Street. Well, I mean, H.B. Halicki was a little bit of a egotist, which is cool. He was cool. I'm your friend, H.B. You're cool. And he, like, he, he passed away. He'd do a lot of um, inside jokes, like he'd use his real address and, in, and um, well, you'll see as we go through it. Like, you love the guy. Oh, yeah, I absolutely love the guy. I have yet to see Nicolas Cage or Angelina Jolie, so that's a plus. <laughs> Wasn't that, that was like a big name director. That was the big joke, because here's this tiny little cult movie where this guy just fucking cranked out his practical uh, effect mm -hmm. stunt racing movie and uh the hollywood version decades later just kind of picked up the skeleton of it and just asked you know made this giant well, the, the widow was very involved in it um oh all right gary bruckheimer touchstone pictures that was who it was which I mean, is disney right the disney owned touchstone back in the day i wish they would put that movie on disney plus yeah i wonder why they wouldn't right if they we don't know the legalities uh, it was Nicolas Cage and Angelina Jolie. I saw it. 1995, The right. Widower. See, he died. He died in a stunt. Not on this film, but on the, uh, you know, number two of this film. Gone in 60 Seconds, number two. There was an accident. And he died. So there's a widow or widow, widow, excuse me, involved. Yeah. And she worked with Jerry Bruckheimer to make that film happen. I saw that film. That film's got this whole subplot in which they kidnap his ne'er-do-well do well brother and was they're gonna kill him. It was uh McRib, right? Javisi uh McRibovitz. What was that kid's name? <laughs> I don't know. Greasy. You know, this, this, uh, uh Genevisi McRibovitz. I don't know. All right. <laughs> Greasy McRibs. That's so Greasy McRibs. No, no, the Scientologist, the young guy, the one who looks uh, from, anyway. I wouldn't know that kind of thing. I don't watch the news. I will Google it. Oh, okay, oh, so yes. Yeah, he's got Google. now, okay? He stole the car. The owner was out walking his dog drunk. And so he got in his car in his pajamas and is chasing him. And that attracted cops. And now we've got our first chase. Uh-oh. You know, these cops, they are all real-life cops. I mean, H.B. Halicki owned, like, a junkyard and a repair shop. Where you, you saw them before doing the stripping of the car, that's his shop. That's his shop. Nice. <laughs> right. And he would stop for, uh, you know, three months, and he would bang out cars, and he'd end up with, like, 20 grand. 
then I, you know, I, I had a sense it was his shop because you could see him in the back editing the movie. <laughs> He's there with the avid machine. These are real people. All throughout the whole film, you'll just see real people. There will come down the car over the hill, do a jump, twist around, smash into a wall. And real humans are standing there going, what the fuck? Nice. <laughs> so shit like this, like a flipped over car, you don't take lightly. Like So they actually had to like flip the car over, yes. get the camera ready. Yup. Like for a movie, you know, big deal. But when your friends do it, it's like, whoa, man, how'd you do that? <laughs> It is so um, dangerous. There were so many accidents on this thing, including our director himself, who walked away from this movie with a limp for life. I mean, but, he... And it's, yeah. And it's unfortunate. I mean, he died in shooting his, the sequel to this movie. Yeah, he did. He was in New York, upstate... Yeah, upstate New York. Yeah. And they were going to do a stunt, and uh, this train... Uh, let loose its chain early. It chopped into a telephone pole, which fell to the ground. And our poor guy was like, oh, you know, right on top of me. He's like, look at this. What's coming? Like a meteorite. I mean, what God, are the odds? How horrifying. What are the odds? Well, I mean, this. So there was no like safety crew or whatever that, that are associated with films. They oh, just no. went out. They just went out and shot it. Yeah, this guy made fish burgers, but he did it with a lot of money, and it looks quality, and it's yeah. really well done. But yeah, it was dangerous all around, and it even took his life in the end. Can talk about the sequel because, from what I understand, it's only like forty minutes. Well, yeah, they didn't get to film it all. He died, you know. Uh, listen, I just want to tell you, we're ha that's the bad guy again, right? Okay, so he stole one of the 48 cars, and you saw it last night when, the, you know, but then he went and put the car back because he got attraction, attract, you know, he attracted attention, and he knows the guy is an insurance adjuster who never gives the money to the people, you know, and, and that's so why. So, so he it's returned like the car. So he put the car back so that that guy would get in trouble because that guy claimed, you see the cops are handcuffed him? I don't yeah. know. He screwed the guy over. What's happening now is the lady's calling up their secretary, Miss Penny, Miss, Miss you know, Penny Lane, uh, is calling up limo companies because they got like four or five limos on the list. It's making arrangements to get picked up. Oh, there's the old thrifty. Yeah, the gray-haired. Here's our gray-haired best robber. I didn't recognize him. I, I was looking for a guy with not dyed hair. Right. It's so <laughs> obvious. He's just not old enough to have that. I was looking for someone who looked like Adam Horowitz, right? And not uh, like look, the other two. Kabiki Inn. Wait. Cafe, what does it say? Tijuana, no. Tijuana in. Yeah. <laughs> do you drop his... in, get it? Do you drop in? Do you drop in? You see his briefcase? Oh, you're just parking a Rolls Royce here. But they they do their research. They stake it out. Here goes one of the caddies that they wanted. It's gone in it's... sixty seconds. I know. I was timing it, and it didn't even hit the minute mark. Oh, he took the bike for for shits and giggles too. 
That's what they they don't keep the possessions inside because it might, you know, lead to uh, being traced. Uh, Okay. Oh, man. Life to Eastman. He's taking the yellow card. Not an Eleanor. Okay. No, it's a lemon Eleanor. I think it's a Porsche, right? Is that what it's called? Yeah. Oh, wait. Hang on. So. Are you keeping count? Are we keeping car count? Because once we get to no. 50, I'm turning this movie off. No, no, it's only 48 cars. Well, we've seen four cars get stolen so far, right? I more than that. Haven't five. We? Well, this is, must be six. Here comes another. Is, is this the fucking movies? It's All right, like let's more like oh, finally. 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 Some 70s I like. All right. So now we're gonna get some 70s you like. One is he'll be like. That's a fine honey right there. And then no, now I gotta steal the car. He'll get into the car, but he'll get a surprise in the car. What a boner. That's no surprise. Oh no, there's a dog he didn't see it because he was looking at that lady. That's very close. Oh, is it a python? Good guess. No, my god, it's a baby tiger. It's Ben Gal. Is that a guy or a gal tiger? It's Ben Gal. Whoa, look, it's a puppy. Or it's a cub. You know, you have to crack a window when you put a tiger in your backseat for security reasons, because yeah. otherwise they, well, they can't. The 70s. Oh, right. They had like. Did you notice the kid in the backseat too? The 70s, man. That's just crazy. Now, this is a little weird of the film. We now see the whole process of doing the stealing. Why didn't we see that on like car one? You know, like why do it now? Well, I think it's kind of like Crank 2. You have suddenly realized you have to fill the rest of the movie with stuff. But there is this horrible scene that does exactly that. Just pad the time, yeah. But this is interesting. You know, I kind of want to know how they do it. This malt liquor. See, look, malt liquor's from the 70s. <laughs> look at the bull. Yeah, bull's fucking tipsy. It's a blue bull. Ox. Blue, blue bull. Oh, you like, I get blue balls all the time. Oh, yeah. Tell me about it, bro. Hey, brother. Capone. I got a book about Capone. It's the Old Testament. What do I feel like reading tonight? Capone or the Old Testament? (laughs) It's like you're Walter White stuck in the cabin with nothing to do. Right. What do I, Capone or the Book of Revelation? Let's see. I'll start from left to right. Capone. Bullshit old test of it. Well, they have that Playboy magazine on the desk. You can look at that. So Fran and Zoe. He's in on it, right? I'll steal those cars. Yeah, she's in on okay. So what here's what happened. There's bad guy, right? Right. Bad guy saying, Well, you fucked up now. One of the cars you stole was seen. By the insurance, blah, blah, blah. He noticed the plate. He's like, you're fucked now. Don't worry about it. I'll have it gone by the morning. Okay, so here comes a tow truck. Wait now, a minute. The movie's not called Gone by the Morning. Okay, here comes the tow truck. <laughs> no, it's not stealing the car. He's sort of like putting it back. Oh, I got you. Okay, so here comes Return the Return in two back. days. Gone in 60 seconds. Look at his hat. Return is seven. Oh my god, I love that hat. He 
should pose for a salted pepper shake. Okay, now, here's a cop. So what? What's the big deal? There's a guy with the tow truck. Why does he care? I don't get it. Ooh, there's a canine. That dog's sniffing out bad guys. Yeah, well, this was the 70s, so it was still the K-8 program. They hadn't oh. advanced the... Oh, it was the K-8, right. Oh. That was back in the day. Today's police dog is a true soldier, trooper. He is a canine level. I saw that Jim Belushi prequel, K-8. Wasn't it as good? Sentry <laughs> dogs. Sentient dogs. Sentient dogs. I'm, I want lunch. You just ate. <laughs> you just ate. Boxy. I know that. I'm sentient. What the fuck, man? Right. Law enforcement's crazy. That's right. Why? What is, what did, now, the thing is, the cop's right. By the way, it's a real police officer. Yeah. You know, this H.B. Halicki, he ran tow trucks. He was, you know, Department of Public Works uh, contracts. He was a big dude in the... The film starts out and it's like produced by H.B. Halicki Towing Company. It really was produced by Wrecking Yard and Towing Company. Yeah, right. I love it. He did all this on his own and... This is pretty cool. Like you can see the the camera getting banged up a bit. Yeah. Now he he owned... There's going to be a big chase scene all the cars he owned he would like go to auction just like we saw and you know pay dirt cheap for these cars so he could fuck them up in this movie now one thing i have to ask you is some of these cars are rolls royces mm-hmm. how do you pull it off what do you think um that right is no that's friends and stuff that well, he didn't own i don't know the answer i don't know the answer he Those puts a lot I mean, this like that shot we just saw with the camera on the bottom of the seat or whatever. Yeah. As he, as he, I mean, this is pretty cool shit. He's really spent budget on this. I think it was a, here it is. He spent one hundred and fifty thousand dollars of nineteen seventy four money, and it right. made forty million dollars. Now that's probably over the life of it, you know, because it was released to DVD and and VHS sure. and. But I mean, was it though? Because I this was a cult film. I mean, in the eighties, it was an underground videotape. It wasn't easy. I couldn't go into Blockbuster and find this film. Uh-huh. I mean, not till maybe the Nicolas Cage movie might have prompted it to be re-released. Well, I've got 95. release details. I'll have to find. Yeah. So was this like uh was this a road movie where they just brought it to different towns and stuff or? Well, it was all pretty much Los Angeles County. The chase that we're going to see, which is the big one, goes through five towns. Do you think when the movie was released, though, did they do it as like a Village Roadshow type of tour? Or oh, or... I see what you're saying. Yeah. Um, let me find in my notes. I've got something written up about the release. It seems I... like this film lasted a while. Like, it's a perfect double feature, you know? You know, the director's brother is the one doing the crane right now. Nice. Yeah, and almost anywhere on the internet you read a review of this, they mention it. Well, because like he's into it, you know? Yeah, he's a cool brother to the director. Right, right. Yeah. You, you gonna let me do what? Hey, I, I'm sorry what I said about you. It's all right, bro. Yeah, oh, no, Eleanor. You see, he's just like showing us production value of something he does all the time. Wreck up a car. Yeah. 
You know, it's the world he's in. And he will destroy 127 cars in this film. Jesus, if I ran a drive-in theater, I'd be like, oh, precious. I could have been (laughs) parked. Oh, another customer gone. Very nice. Look at this. This is how you steal fucking trucks. Yeah, it's just more. Well, I don't think he's he's removing well, the he the is. He clearly is. Yeah. Wow, look at that. It's a blunt before blunts. He did. He, he's actually smoking the tobacco in there. Right. That's he like a a pre blunt. You're supposed to dump it on the bus and put weed in there, dude. Blunts are in the release notes. Oh, but I'm sure, like, it must have had a life. I mean, I, if I had a double feature movie house, this would be the second billing of every every time, whatever it is. Well, it's it's a good and bad film. Like, I, we're seeing all the good stuff. Okay, they're noticing an Eleanor, but that's okay. They've already got their Eleanor. They're going to steal Look at this. How vintage. This is oh. Los Angeles, right? Right. Or Southern California, at least. No, it is Los Angeles. Yeah. Uh, now, they're noting where he lives, okay? And they're like, in case we need another Eleanor, ha, ha, ha. And that's like a plot point. Oh, because they're going to go back and get it? Yeah, they're going to have to. Yeah, you can't introduce an Eleanor in the first act and not pull it out in the third. Okay, so now we're going to have a thing. He's doing his job for the insurance company, and he shows up. I understand your car was stolen. Yes, it was stolen. Blah, 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 blah. We'll try to get it back for you. You better, because this is a lot of money. Nice to meet you, client. I will try to find your car. Heard good things about you, son. Good luck. And the secretary is like, oh, grinning. He is a good actor, too. I cannot believe I got the box office information. Yeah, that's a lot of money, man. I got, don't have, okay, well, the release would go through, like, all of its releases on DVD and VHS, yeah. and they were, I, did, I don't have years, because. But this didn't know. never, this never played on premium cable or basic cable. I guess not. I yeah. don't know, my research has failed the audience. Now he's meeting the client. I hear good things about you. We're going to do a good score book soon. And it's sort of like he's winking at the audience, like, I stole this fucking car. Yeah, right. Oh, I'll get your car back. Yeah. yeah. I, I can sense exactly where it is. It, well, not in 45 minutes. I can sense exactly where it's going to be. <laughs> it's going to be returned in 30 days. <laughs> return, the sequel. Yeah, the guy brings the ship back with the 48 cars and says, fuck yeah. it. We're, listen. We're, we have to return all the cars. Ooh, look at my toy room. This is where I have my, my kid's car. Yeah, well, it was a serious, like, racing vehicle. Not one of these. They're just bragging. The movie's bragging. Because he can. It's production Yeah, value. he has it. He knows people who have a garage with fucking these cars. Formula One is that, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it's shameless because I want a Viceroy cigarette right now. Good promotion. Excuse me, sir, boss. I'm giving you unnecessary things in the 2000s. Like, there's a phone. I'll take a memo to call him. Right. Here's a memo for a phone call. Please send flowers to Dickie Johnson's secretary. Oh, hey, 
Look at this television studios. Oh, there's less gates around it. Now they have like security gates all around it. That's by the farmer's market. <laughs> oh, really? Mr. Yeah. Gates That's Look, what they see. Mr. Price is right. He goes, okay, I'm taking this car around front. He goes, well, it's not done yet, sir. You know, he goes, well, this guy's in a hurry and he's making a scene and he wants to leave right away. Wait, well, I haven't even waxed it yet. It's fine as it is. Oh, okay. he's just going to steal it. Listen, it won't take that long, probably less than a minute. Yeah. It, this will be gone in two seconds. Hey, man, <laughs> bummer. Oh, yeah, so that's like, dude. wow. That was right across the street from Studio well, City. He's got the vacuum on his face. Why? I think that's a bagel reunion. Now, this guy is like, what's going on? That Wait, was Lyle Wagner's car. I'm here to pick up. No, no, I'm not Lyle Wagner. I'm here to pick up Lyle Wagner's car. Now, who just got into my boss's car and drove away? This is funny. Uh, they have a laugh track during this, or they couldn't yeah. afford it? Yeah. That was, no, but it did deserve it, because that was the dialogue. Was There were no jokes, so you'd have to be clued in. Right. trying to be a joke. Oh, there's the upstairs art gallery. It was just a joke at the beginning. Right. That's a, I know the hypocrisy of our world. Oh, don't be such a teen. Oh, I can't take Los Angeles anymore. So fake. It says upstairs, but there's no upstairs. So he's distracting the lady with direction questions as he backs out. Gone in 60 seconds. Oh, I have to do my car count. There's right? another one. This yeah. car is ridiculous. That well, is your car, what is it up to? 14 what do you think I wish. I yeah 14 we only got 34 more left i wouldn't know what to oh my god one. this manta's killing me you're preying on me look at this these guys are grown men they can't even fucking get it i can't breathe buddy what a crazy Wait car a come back here with my car hey yeah, how did that happen Listen. You know I'm the bad guy, right? Yes, I do, and you're pissing me off. Now, I'm going to continue to be unfair to you, but yet the audience will love me. You know, one of my favorite car thefts is, I learned, it's for the Grand Theft Auto way. They stand in front of the car, the car stops, and uh, then the guy presses his triangle, and he walks up to the car, opens the door, pulls the driver out, and then he gets in, and then his buddy, who's in the passenger seat, eventually leaves. Okay. Oh my God! It's uh, radar from Mash. <laughs> yeah, right. He just dropped another Pollock bomb. He goes, "How do I look?" You know, in his fancy car, and he goes, right. "Like a dumb Pollock." Where's your wig? It makes me itch. Okay, now they got a car, and they're gonna find heroin. Like millions of dollars worth of heroin. Yeah. Now, our hero is too smart for that. He's like, go put the car back right away. You know what I mean? Like, right. the mob or whatever. Car. Yeah. Go put the car back right away. But the bad guy is like, we got we it. The bad guy who looks like Stacy Keach, by the way. The Stacy Keach lookalikes, like, hey, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let's not run to. to... Hang on, hang on, I have an idea. I hold on to this. He does look like Stacey Keats, the cokehead. Yeah. 
Oh no. Oh, no. Oh no. I hope oh, knock on the door. Who could it be? The cops. Oh no. How do they know it's heroin and not sugar and not uh He went like cocaine. this. This kind. Oh right. Yeah, that's how I could tell. So yeah. Well, I mean I could tell for cocaine. I wouldn't know what heroin is. If I had a little cocaine on my gift, I'd be like, yes, yes, cocaine. There is no question. Oh, come on in, Officer O. Is it yeah. O? Well, it is someone they know. And you see his gun? Yeah, that's yeah. production value. He's a real cop in real life. I got nothing on all these actors. They're just What's there the Yeah. And, You're and right. brothers. And... The cars are the stars. Yeah. So look, there's heroin on the ground. And the now, what the cop is there to do, they remember all the heroin is shoved into the car. Like, they, you know, if he bumps something wrong, it'll fall out, like open the glove compartment, you know? So they're all scared because of the heroin. Right. You better snort it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I have an idea. Give me some tinfoil. Now, what the cop is saying. What the cop is saying is um, there's been 35 expensive cars stolen in oh, Los really? Angeles County. Yeah, so we're counting. Oh, no. 70s drug humor right here. No, he, he they tricked him. He goes, listen, while you're in there, can you back it up so my the bad guy can get into the office? Oh, sure. Ah, what, what me worry? He turns on the car and backs up and hides the heroin under for them. Nice. Good thing he didn't bring his dog with dad. him. He's the one cop that doesn't have a police dog with him, right? The guy who goes into a room full of heroin? Yeah, he's a, he has a K-0. Yeah, K-0. Well, that's what it was in 73. He goes, listen, I'm stupid, and we need to sell that heroin right now. He goes, well, I'm smart, and we're not. Okay, so, okay, you think that he's saying to himself, Let's return the heroin to where return we Return the car, yeah. So that we don't get in trouble with the mob, right? Right. Okay. Which Do was this thing back then. I don't know. Anytime. Listen, if you, like, switched bags with somebody and there was, like, $84 million in there, like, right. sure, you could say, like, oh, I'm rich. Somebody's looking for that money. And if with that much money... You know, they'll find out who had identical luggage. You know what I mean? Like, they will trace you. These are identical cars, too, right? No, no these two, no. no. Okay, They're just look, white. What I'm trying to say is you think the boss is smart for returning the heroin, but then he doesn't return it. He burns it. Oh, the heroin's in there. Yeah. Well, maybe he wanted to start a drug war while he's at it. Yeah, but that, right, exactly. So he's gone from brilliant to stupid. If you right. are going to return the heroin, then sell it. This right? is how to burn a, a lot of heroin in, in 60 seconds. Really what he wants to do in 60 seconds is entertain us as an audience. Oh, yeah, we're going to watch a cargo blow up. Yeah. 127 cars he kills in this movie. Burn it alive with heroin in the back. Bye, Renee. Yeah, that's right. Now, Loretta Lynn here with yeah. her hair, which she didn't have in the beginning. Look how big it is, man. It's 
she doesn't have the biggest hair in this movie. That the other guys have like crazy. But I mean, she must have gone down and been like, "Hi, y'all. Can you give me the Dolly Parton? Sure, gal. Sit down. You know what I mean? I got a right. big shoot today. I mean, it's a quaff on her head, right? Now. It is a quaff. She's wearing a helmet, like in Spaceballs. Oh, dark. You think that's dark helmet? Darth helmet. Where ha- you burnt the heroin, you idiot! I'm on the bad guy's side throughout this whole film. I'm by the burning car, sniffing up as much fumes as possible. <laughs> Did you? Hey, Mike, a car full of heroin's on fire. I'm on my way. <laughs> I'm bringing like a tinfoil uh, straw with me. Made it, I made it with some foil and a pen. <laughs> heroin foiled again. Foiled again. It's a kid's movie about a dragon that I chased. Oh, look at this place. It is so cool. Like, even the parking lots are cool. Okay, the thing is, though, it was a... Okay, if you were listening to the sound, you'd see that it's very poorly acted, but they're trying really hard. You know what I mean? It's very poorly acted, but at the same time, you forgive him for that because you know he just... Made it with his friends, so it's like community theater quality. You know what I mean? Darn it! Hey, I'm not joking around. You take me seriously now. Line, line. You know what I mean? It's no acting. This is the worst part of the film. It goes from her to this guy. Walk. Okay. I gotta watch it. It's don't watch it. It's long and. Well, I do have to take a peek. Oh, away. This is the time. Did you right. bring like um what I do is I have a bucket? I mean, I'm not gross person or anything. I immediately well, clean it out after the show. Not to delay the inevitable, but you've watched this movie about three times, right? Yeah, and I forgot to tell you. Well, go ahead. Go ahead and ask your question, Kelly. Oh no, to- no. I just I'm just imagining you using a bucket those three times. <laughs> Not for number two. Uh, seriously, it's not gross. Well, the second time you watched the movie, you didn't use the bucket. I got you. Not for number two. Okay, so we're back to her smoking in the office. Yeah. yeah. And her hair didn't catch on fire. With her quaff. Oh, and here he is walking along the cars. We're back to him. You got the mad car. All right. Give me, I'll be right back. Oh, wait. We're back to her having a cigarette. Oh, we're back to him walking the cars. Oh, he's walking cars. Somebody's dialing a phone. Well, the point is, the Eleanor they had was not insured. So they have to go return it and get a new one. I don't know why that's the rules, but it had to be insured. So we have dead air, and I do apologize for that. So I'll just tell you about, you know, this guy. Okay, H.B. Halicki. He made a bunch of films in uh, 72. They're all car films. Love Me, Deadly Race Driver in 72. This movie in 74. In 82, he did The Junkman, which was kind of like a sequel. In 83, he did Deadline Auto Theft, which, again, was another 
Uh, he did in 88 Deadly Addiction. Uh, he was a Rolls Royce dr driver. In 89, he tried to do Gone to Gone in 60 Seconds too, but he did die. He died during the filming. Maybe I, I should. During a stunt, uh, just an accident. Here, I'll tell you about that. Look at them. He's walking the cars. She's smoking in the office. The worst. This is where the film gets stupid. Oh, he's found in Eleanor. Now we're going to get some action. Uh, August 20th. Oh, she's in the office. He's at the place. August 20th, 1989, while filming in Dunkirk, Buffalo, New York, Halicki was preparing for a dramatic stunt sequence in the film in which a 60-foot tall water tower was supposed to topple to the ground. When the cable attached to the tower snapped unexpectedly, it sheared off a telephone pole, which fell on Halicki, killing him instantly. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. Poor guy died. Okay, this film's still sucking right now, which it was so good before. Oh, it's an anonymous tip. It's an anonymous tip. Sorry, I misled you a little. Hi. Okay. Yes. All that happened was they have to return the Eleanor they stole. Okay? But that's okay. They know where a new Eleanor is. Remember the right. movie? Yeah, that's started? right. Yeah. But the bad guy is so pissed off about the heroine, he's calling that detective with an anonymous tip. Oh, my God. You want to catch some thieves, the people you've been chasing. Go to the International Hotel where they'll be picking up an Eleanor. I missed that. So the, the detectives say, hey, you're not like the other car thief who's pissed <laughs> off. And that's the only way I find out about this shit, right? Like, you're a real citizen and you're calling the police and I'm doing my job. This isn't like some shitty vendetta that you cut. Like, okay. I wouldn't even know about you guys if you didn't fucking call me. Don't tell me that, right? It's a tip. It's an anonymous tip. It's an anonymous tip. I'm just okay, a concerned now, citizen. The cop who we saw, who got the tip, who went to their place and they tricked him, why isn't he sitting in this car right now? Because it's just two regular cops. This guy's a maverick filmmaker. Where is he shooting the shot? Is he on uh, a dollar? In a hotel a room. He's no, he's yeah. probably, I don't know the answer, but I assume that he's in, in a, a hotel in a building room. building there, yeah. In the lobby. It looks like a crane shot. Yes, but, you know, it can. In a weird way, it's not. Well, why would you? I mean, if you could just go up and open it. I mean, that's how they shot JFK. You just open the sash. Throw hey, I told you. There he is. All right. Okay, so they got that tip, and they went, and they don't see anything. They're just. Is it suspicious? Two guys pulled up. One guy gets out. He's going down the ramp into the, you know. Yeah. It is suspicious, yes. I'm looking for car no. thieves. I would think that's suspicious. Yeah. Because he went into a parking lot. He got out of it. Did he get out of the building and go to his car parked underneath? No. He is Sabotage. He <laughs> moved. Oh, I can't stand it. I know you planned it. <laughs> this water gate. <laughs> because you're all in my face. 
you know, you watch that video, God bless them all. And you go, wow, the PC boys have a great sense of humor. Yes. And then you like watch the band for the next couple of years. You go, that one time those guys had a great sense of humor. <laughs> yeah. Some of the early stuff when they were old school is pretty bad videos, you know? Yeah. Well, they were yeah. funny. You got to fight for your right to party. It was funny, right? Well, then, yeah. Oh, you're talking about like when they were punk rockers? With, with no, no, you're right. You're right. It was after you got a right. I think it was called uh, Booty Calling, Booty Booty Calling. Booty like Shaking, right? Yeah, yeah, Booty Shaking. No <laughs> money shake. I don't know. Okay, look at this. Look. You do it? To spill the Eleanor. Okay, one the car second, was two seconds, three seconds, four seconds, five seconds. Boop. Oh, oh shit! This is this part of the movie is called call is called Gone God. in Forty Minutes. We are about to enter a forty-minute car chase in which ninety-seven so cars will be destroyed. You just I am so excited! Moment. I'm so glad you let me pee during the show. You know, as a guest, I, I I just uh, I can't believe you keep saying you're a guest, Carl. Week after week, I don't give the host of our show permission to go pee if it's number one you gotta go whoa gone in 40 minutes you can't drive on the sidewalk no that's not cool you have to unless you're on a uh, electric motor scooter then yes you can yes then you can drive on or the a side. bicycle you can of course ride your bike and, and city on. ordinance city ordinance yeah i think it is a rule oh no don't go through that tunnel i got in bad vibes so this is the one eleanor they need and get to the dock to be the 48th car by Man. whatever the last second okay? this is some remarkable film and it's the last car can he make it oh my god so they got all the other cars so 47 cars have been taken in the first 47 minutes and now the last 47 minutes is this <laughs> car chase look how it's already all fucked up they can't yeah. stop that yeah they can oh whoa what production value? Yeah, right. That's uh, HD's couch, by the way. HD. Really? It probably, yeah. It probably something is, yeah. like that. You went down there. How much is the couch? $15. $15. That's outrageous. No, I don't have the sound on. And as I said, I haven't seen this movie. Does the DJ that we're watching now, does he become like the the, the narrator of the film? Yeah. it kind. No, not really. But he, yeah, he will narrate. Whoa, that's loud. The car chase originated at their radio station, the building, right? So now right. there's, so he's like, it's K-something-H, all country, all the time, or something like that. And they're just going to kind of give details of the chase as it goes on. K-A-R-S, cars, what a vibe. What, we got a hotline. Oh. Yeah. No, I'm supposed to recognize every location. Well, you know, growing up in L.A., I yeah, know that this was where the place where police uh, vehicles were, were, and this was the radio station when I was a kid. Yeah, as a El uh, Gelino, yeah, for short. If your radio station begins with the K, you're weird. Yeah, you're California. You're weird. No, the weird? radio stations you, you have some East Coast. Here. That's just your East Coast bias. Well, the, what you know is weird is Canada. It has nothing to do with where I live. A normal radio station as a w if your favorite radio hey, station is can a we at least weird. unite east coast west coast is about canadian fucking c nbc 
Are you fucking business cable news or are you fucking a Canadian NBC affiliate? What's up with that? Yeah, I think you would want to identify yourself as the NBC affiliate. Hey, NBC. CNBC, not affiliated with CNBC. Oh, that's that downtown yeah, restaurant. Look, that must be downtown. All of these look cars. Look at this. Listen, all these cars you're seeing. Yeah. Okay. The bystanders are real, dude. All yeah. these cars you're seeing are uh, owned by HD. He bought them all. He bought fire trucks for $200 a piece. He bought a garbage. Hey, see that? Yeah, the old lady's in it. You know what he reminds me of? The actor Dax Stewart, D-A-X. You know uh -huh. who I'm talking about? From no. Punk? Uh, he was married to, I think he's still married to Kristen Bell. He directed a movie called Hit and Run, where oh. he had a big car chase, and the final car was some prototype he owned. And oh. it was very similar to this. I mean, I'm sure he was inspired by this as a filmmaker. Well, I'm this sure. is the seven. You mean the car itself or the film? Well, the uh, film has the same yeah. spirit. Like, yeah. it's just, it just dissolves into a car chase. This is pretty crazy. Yeah. God, I wish it was. These people who are about to see right now, they are act. Well, they're in the movie. Right. But, okay. But the normal bystanders are not. Okay. They're right now. The chase is over. That's it. They got Wait. him. Thank God. He's surrounded. You're surrounded. You said this is a 40 minute car chase, though. Well, it's clearly over now. The chase is over. Hey. What? 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 Whoa. Look at that editing. He, he shot a bullet in it. Look. Here's a cut, cut, quick cut to a bullet. Yeah, Fish two Burgers seconds editing. after it went through, right? Carl, not only does Carl do all the production of this podcast, but 30 years ago, he did everything for Fishburgers, the public yes. access television show on North, uh, North that kind Jersey of editing, Able. Right? Yeah, that kind of able You throw an egg at the, at the Montclair City Center, uh, Town One Hall. Time, um, Vince fell off the roof. So I did this scene in which he falls off the roof, but it was really onto that thing over the bathroom. You just couldn't see it off camera. And then I had him jump over the camera in with just sky. And then I had him jump from the back porch to the ground. So I cut the three together. It's the sky one. He, boom, through the <laughs> sky, you know. Inner spirits. Okay, now the car chase is getting big and shoppers are getting involved. Now, you asked who's the narrator of this film. Is he the radio guy? But also, it's like, RK Fox weather planes getting in the air to monitor the chase, you know. But also, it's the police radio. Police, yeah. radio, you know, the dispatcher, they narrate. Why don't you listen for a while? I have it on five, Carl, because it is really loud. All right, then. Sounds like Grand Theft Auto at this point. That's that's Vince Vaughn doing his motor motorboarding impression. <laughs> Vince Vaughn. So that's going out on the air. Oh, breaking news! Elderly couple sits on park beds. Look at this. That HB just just killed another one of his cars. Oop! He's gonna kill 127. Now, look at the good editing, pretending that they're recoiling with whiplash. Yeah, and the sound effects, which we haven't been listening to, they're better than anything Bugs Bunny has. Now, you asked if I saw this film three times. I have. I, this is my fourth. And that's all I'm used to hearing. Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> right. Oh, our podcast is doing um, a service. These are all HB's cars. He just went to auction and okay, I'll give you four bucks for that. I'll give you a, no, oh, that's four bucks, right? Car. Yeah, I mean, this is not like, oh, hey, check out my gun collection. It's a hundred thousand dollars worth of guns. No, this is just like he went down and got himself cheap cars and right. And you see them over and over. Okay, watch. Here's a funny joke. Well, that's was... amazing. Then see the camera oh, shot again. He does these Batman TV angles where he has the camera like in a weird spot to give that angle, different angle. Wow. I love it. It's fire. The cinematographer was, um, I don't have information on him because he's just another person who only worked on this, these, on HB's films. I don't know. Barrick, I think his name was. Okay, Barrick. so pretty fucked up at this point. Look, oh, I love this apartment. Why don't we take it? And then they get hit. This is what we're going to see for 40 minutes. Yeah, this is like Crank or Crank 2. Like, yeah, I, I, I'm going to overcome my fear of being shot in the first movie. There you go. Boink, I got shot again. You got, hey, you got to pay your toll. You don't have easy pass in 1974. You know, back in 1974, they weren't able to take a photograph and thingy. The best the, the toll instructor could do is stick out his arm and wave and shake his fist. Did you see him go up to the toll and then screech to a halt and twist? Think about it. HB was up at the edge of some yeah. highway filming with his guys. Okay, you know, it's got the walkie-talkie. We're almost to the toll thing. I mean, it's just normal people. Oh, hey, there's the bear. Fucking California Republic flag. <laughs> you don't need to Wait. hear the soundtrack. Oh, I'm gonna shift it to another gear. <laughs> Look Come out! On, there's... Let's go, baby. He kind of stops suddenly. Uh oh. Looks like a hubcap's falling off. Toy, 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 toy. <laughs> toy, like Mel Blake. This is what Mel Blake yeah. did on the Jack Betty show. Yeah. Jack, is that your jalopy? Well, it's a fine car, I tell you. Here, I'll start the ignition. And then Mel Blake gets up to the radio mic. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. I remember that. Yeah. Sorry, I was so loud with our introduction. Now I was doing my Mel Blanc car impression. <laughs> I gotta now, go. This is filmed on regular roads, and oftentimes yeah. people were in danger. But there wasn't feel... just a casualty outside of the filming, and lots of times they closed off streets and stuff. I'm sure. With permits. Although I do have to say that the director of this film, it seems like he modified his, his own vehicles and then shot him driving at 80 miles per hour. And it just seems like you still need someone to test the car, you know, to make sure it's going to be like the stud's going to work. Well, he's a stunt driver and he thinks everything's cool and we do safety protocols. And Yeah, but, you know, even working on spreadsheets as an insurance administrator, uh -huh. a second set of eyes always helps to check the numbers. <laughs> okay. You see the production value of this film? He knows the cops. So they said, hey, I would like to film you taking off the choppers. You know, you go, okay. Yeah. Sure well, thing, I'm, HB. There's no other reason to see those helicopters because he had the chance to show those helicopters. 
Right. And that's yeah. true throughout the whole film. You'll see, like, you're going to see them doing, like, uh, going on motorcycles and doing uh, model planes. And okay, now this is going into the construction area, and there's going to be a cop. Whoa. There's going to be a real life. This is what I was talking about. He's just showing production value. Right. There will be a accident for real with one of the cop cars. Not not one of the BMXers. No, not like a real person. Like uh, a, okay, it's one of the actors in the. Can you call them actors? It's one of the people in this film. One of the stuntmen. And those old tiny lights where the sirens were big and heavy up top. That almost killed this guy because he'll flip upside down and it'll squeeze. They had to draw of life his neck, his head out. Isn't that great? Yeah. Notes. Whoa. Whoa. Be careful. This is all planned. He owns those cop cars, but the cops are real. They really are. That's, so they were, so they, not all the drivers were professional stuntmen. No, no. <laughs> no. Someone's, the ones who didn't get hurt were. Yes. Nobody got hurt outside of the people who were, you know, in part of making this film. You know, it's always depressing when you watch a movie and it ends with, the, like, in memory of, and it's like a stunt person who worked on the film, and you go, oh, well, you know, like, I'm glad they, they acknowledged it and they, they, they gave the memory, but. Wait, wait, wait. Here is stereotypes in a car. Okay, oh my God, where's the audio? <laughs> this is this looks like us in the car, yeah. smoking and driving around. It's okay. The next time you see them, do put the audio up because they are oh, so stereotypy. Okay, well here's the sounds beforehand. Wee wee. Well, the dispatcher saying the pursuit is over. Repeat the pursuit is over. Then she goes, the pursuit is not over. Suspect leaving construction area. You know. Whoa. Whoa, you're surrounded up. Oh, that's it, Mike. Chase is over. It's done. Uh, Nicholas Cage, give it up. This is the police. You aren't surrounded. We your brother has been freed. Do not you don't need to do this for the kidnappers. Now look, the, they're making little flirty stuff. Oh, I guess it's over. Yes, finally, cute, cute officer who I've always had a crush on. This movie is basically him like, well, I'm surrounded. Nothing I could do except run. Look, the car came up and bonked him kind of yeah. by a mistake. And like it jarred him. So she, now she's like, the pursuit is not over again. Look, this Whoa. is it. Here it is. That's the, this is a real Ooh. accident. And it was not meant to flip over and go down, and it crushed into him. They got oh. him out, and he's fine. These are all real. Uh, I mean, um, you know, planned stunts and everything. They're not accidents. But I mean, him driving into the overturned car wasn't on purpose. That was a different scene. Like the guy on his own loan flipped over. If gotcha. the guy crashed into a flipped over car, there was not a person in the car. Nobody there. I think there was some reckless stuff in this film, and I'll you know, the only injuries we really learn about are the directors himself because he was the famous one. But I'm sure there was stuff. 
Well, I know that craft services food was really hot. It burned the, uh, the tongue and the roof of the mouth of many of the crew members. <laughs> chilly night. The infamous chilly night in 1974. Yes. It delayed the starting of shooting. Yeah. People are having very rough mornings. Well, none of the actors could say their lives. They just had to wing it. Uh -oh. oh. Whoa. 127 cars. I know. And we're watching. I could feel 127 brain cells pop the time a car gets destroyed. Where are you going? EPS, take a right at the Dust Bowl. <laughs> Ooh, now, recalculating. Our, the cops who have been fit, chasing from the start, remember at the hotel, they were disabled there for a minute, but they're back on. He's like, are you still in pursuit? And he goes, what do you think I've been doing? Having coffee? Yes, we're still in pursuit. Yes, we're still in. I love that. What do you think we've been doing? Ordering Chinese food through an app? Of course we're doing it. Yeah, dude. Um, I'm just working out the... Uh, I'm going to do my own. I'm going to do a remake of this movie. Again? Well, if it's a TV show and it's eight hours, I think it'll be fine. <laughs> the same thing every week. You can do it. Just do it as a reality show. I always yeah. wanted to do one of the Demolition Derby. I think that would be a great reality show. a great one. Do you watch shows like Top Gear and the American equivalent? This is a longtime BBC show where three television personalities would ride junky cars on like trick stuff you know they're, they're uh, gearheads and they get to drive verify cars it's like uh jay jay leno's garage but they wreck right. shit and, and they they drive on scary bridges and shit like that and one of the guys on the show jeremy uh fuck, I don't remember, cornish, cornish he said he said something that was vivid right jerry pivot who did bbc shows uh but he said something awful and they fired the bbc fired him and they hired like Matt LeBlanc to be the replacement. And then Amazon Video. From Duran Duran? No, from the Friends. Yeah, okay. I'll be friends with you. And then, uh, but basically, the original uh, presenters got their own Amazon Prime show called like the Grand Tour, where they do uh -huh. the same shtick. Cool. So they drive That's around and, and trash cars and shit like that. They didn't, you can't cancel me. You can't cancel. Oh, I got canceled. Oh, well. Oh, Amazon Prime's giving me a lot of money to be on an international market. Damn you, cancelization. <laughs> Look at these good shots. Man. Not Jeremy Corbyn. I forgot. Who cares? I mean. Uh, Jeremy Boob from Yellow Submarine or. Yeah, that's right. I was going to say Jeremy Boob from Yellow Submarine. Jeremy Lloyd Haupt. He was an actor in 92, 93 in this Fish Burgers thing. Did, did you ever watch uh, The Chase with Charlie, uh, Charlie Sheen? Yeah. You like that? It's the same director as uh, Never On. Martin Tuesday. Sheen Chase one was better. Oh yeah, the Martin. I mean, with Sissy Spacek. Oh um. Okay, look, he just slammed into a pole by mistake, eighty-five miles per hour. The Cadillac behind him bumped him. Okay, the director HB. He he got really hurt. Um, eighty-five miles per hour when he woke up. Right. He goes, did we get coverage? Like, did you get that? You know, did we get the shot? That's all he cared about. Well, yeah. 
Yeah, Cadillac hit him. He spun around into that pole at 85 miles per hour. And it was just another example of him getting hurt. Now, they they had to... I really don't know the story. Like, every time he gets hurt, there's they would have to delay for, like, a couple weeks. And he finished the, you know, he would finish scenes with a cast on his leg. He was, like, Evil Knievel type of guy. Right. More narration of... Uh, Look at that fire. That was, it's so crazy. Yeah. That's not controlled at all. I mean, like, no. that's just... Look, he bought this garbage truck at auction for $200, and it's going to get crashed into and topple over. Now, look, the, all, the people in the film are helping him out of a burning car, but the onlooker... This person is working for the film, but the onlookers... Those on the sides, that's real. Yeah. Now, they pull this truck over with cables, and you should be able to see the cables at the top. Oh, yeah, right, because there's other wires above it. So Yeah. Yeah. I'm not looking for it. I wouldn't see it. He invested $200, got himself a garbage truck, and fucking fucked it up. Yeah, right in the middle of traffic. Yeah, with real onlookers. He, like he didn't he didn't call the county, right? He didn't say, he oh, hey, guys. Hey, I was going to blow shit up. Okay. I'm, I'm sure he had a permit. There isn't a lot of information on the internet about this film. It's mostly about his widow, who would go on to... Uh, you know, she was making the sequel with him in 1989. They were both starring in it sort of as husband and wife. And they were deep into it, like 30 minutes of shooting already. This this scene, there was a water tower that was to crash to the ground. They were going to pull it down with cables. One of those cables snapped and sliced into a telephone pole. And it, oh, turn up the sound now. Okay, hang on a second. Sorry. Okay, that's it. Did you hear the stereotyping? Yo, man, you looking good, man. Pass that bottle, yo. I just see us fucking the backseat. We'll be like, can you pass? Yeah, all right, whatever. Pass the joint. $200 that, that fire truck that we just saw. I know, they're weird fire trucks. Turn up the sound. All right, that's good. Now we're going to crash into something just to do show production value, just to go wow to the audience. Wow! As an audience member, I'd really had a I spent $8 at the grocery. That's the highest bill in months. Oh, right, 1973, where you were able to take the shopping cart out of the supermarket and wheel yeah. it home. Yeah, and you would bring it back a week right. later when you shopped. It's time to go. Yeah, you wheel it over. Now, it wasn't the right thing to do. That's fucked up. You're not supposed to do that. But it happened all the time. It never happened. Really, Old people ladies would, especially. Would wheel home the shopping cart and like, keep it in their, driving, in their driveway? Yeah, like Hudson County. Um, oh, this is Carson County. Okay, this is the real mayor of Carson, California. 
assessed valuation of $350 million. Whoa, $350 million. Have you won building now? Right. Look at the pipe smoker up front. I'm, I really want to hear this and smoke tobacco. His name is Sack Yamamoto, and he is the real-life city of Carson mayor. And he goes, excuse me, mayor, there seems to be some sort of chase. <laughs> They're what? They're shooting a movie of doing what? That's one well, way of getting the city to agree with your car sons. <laughs> Have the mayor in it. There's some truck driver like, we just got to call a Smokey. Come on, Mac. This movie was highball and they would have had a CB radio right. on. That's, that's why I was trying to, I was like, who do, Jerry Reed. That, that's Jerry Reed and Peter Fonda. Peter Fonda, my friend Peter Fonda plays rabbit. He's a, he used to be a former trucker, and now he just goes his own way. We're freeballing. I'm Jerry Reed. You know, trucking and hauling trucks from Canada down to Canada is not easy business. Our movie uh, will show that. United States. Yeah. Music Canada. Oh, the K Fox. Right. I walk. That's oh. cray cray. Okay, here we go. Production Did value. He finally met their match. Yeah. Production value. Oh no, look out. Seven shopping carts are in front of us. Look at your cool tricycles. Don't call them that, dude. Don't call them tricycles, man. Tricycles are only 50 bucks. Easy to maintain. Mm. Oh my God, that guy already. Yeah. You know what? Carl, yeah, that guy is big. It was unreal, man. He got, he'll oh, say unreal again. Bill. Listen, there's the blimp again. Yeah, weird. Turn up the Oh no! Don't hit the Dotson building. Is that 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 son? Is that that um that uh, son? That son. That's son. Look, those are real onlookers going, what the fuck is happening? What's going on? Hey, I just thought you were shooting B-roll of uh, people buying cars. <laughs> there was no B-roll in this movie. Everything is, we can see is shot and put on the screen. Now, look, this cop is like, we're going to make a roadblock. Like, a lot of cops have showed up, and they're going to make a roadblock, okay? And in this scene... One of the cops almost gets killed. Now, you see the guy with the stripes and this mustache? I think right. it's him. Oh, well, how can the fucking it, miss them? When it impacts the car, he has to fucking leap away. You'll see it. All right. He goes, I think I hear him. Come on, let's get going. That's a car. Is that Spiegel and make car noises? Clunk, give me clunk. I'm broken noise. He's Mel Blank or something. <laughs> Look, roadblock. There we go. That's going to stop him. Whoa. Look how he had to run away. He hopped yeah. over the car, and that's a real almost death. I mean, he, he like, yeah. Fuck, dude. Pew. Pew, pew. 
you know, these onlookers, remember when he hit the pole and he was knocked unconscious? Yeah. There were people there, uh, you know, the Cadillac had hit him and spun out and rolled over. That was all planned. So the pretend cops were like, oh, shit, you know, like the filming was stopped. So the onlookers are like, help the victims. Hey, cops, do your job. Go, that lady's hurt. Right. Stay away from the craft service table. Do your job. Now, this we're, is we're Moron at. Cadillac, but it's Moran. And what they did is HB owned like four of the Cadillacs lined up in front, and he put an oil slick so the car would slide into the Cadillac. But the oil slick was so good, it like slammed into a bunch of that. Oh, oh turn up the sound. He's going to have a great thing. He had to buy all the Cadillacs he destroyed at this guy's place. Keep it up because she's going to have one last little. She's going to faint. <laughs> he just can't believe it. Now, there we go. That's it. He wins the Oscar, in my opinion. That was a great yeah. Guy. Ignored by the Oscar. Was he at least in was he at least in the in memoriam the following year? In okay, memoriam. we're gonna have it again in memoriam. We're gonna have it again, Mike. You're surrounded, you can't get out. The road right, must be over. Now watch how he sneaks out of the roadblock. Look how cool this is. Whoops! He almost hit that guy too. Wow. This, this is all for an Eleanor. Yes, and look how fucked up it is. Look, she's calling the boss all upset, and she's like, I'm so sorry, sir. I don't know what's... Here, turn it up. Turn it up. Phone for Mr. Joaquin. Phone uh, for Nixon. Dan Aykroyd. Phone for Dan Aykroyd cameo. Dan Aykroyd. Here, listen to her. A Baldwin brother, look at him. I'll be right there. I'll That's be right it. there. That's it. I'll be right there. I'll be right look there. That fake hurt person, Mr. Joaquin. There's all your cars got wrecked, and they were really wrecked, and they got wrecked. And uh, yeah, I'll, I'll be right there. I'll be right there. <laughs> so, this oil slick really yeah. was so good that he smashed into about seven or eight Cadillacs. You know, three of them he owned, so he had a little buffer, but he had to buy the other one. He's like, no problem, man. Let me write you a check. And the the Moran Cadillac guy was like, I just made six sales, yeah. you know? You bought, you break it, you bought it. Isn't it like shooting porn in your, your uh, pizzeria? People are like, yeah, didn't you shoot porn in here? Oh, it's the best dealership. Yeah, but didn't you have a car wreck a bunch of cars in your place? Yeah, quality entertainment. I guess I would go to that car dealership. I saw you in Gone in 60 Seconds. All your <laughs> shit got fucked up and nearly killed anyone. Those are actors. Yeah, but they're showing it. In the movies, they it's always like... sensational. Every no, but like if you see a movie like a Terminator movie, like a yes. Terminator Three in particular, all the cops jump out of the cars before they explode. All the cops roll out of the cars, or oh, they're okay. 
But here, like, he's actually showing consequence. Yeah, you saw that lady on the stretcher. Yeah, the this band. guy. Just, it's all fake, but yeah. Because you don't have movies. Has... Movies don't show you that. You don't see that in Fast and the Furious, the people no, that got hit. No, If the car lands, wheels up. But usually you're, you're, you're zooming through some exotic city and you're smashing cars left and right, and those cars go zigzagging. And blow up, <laughs> yeah. You never see the people in those cars be put on stretchers yeah, afterwards. Getting... Bloody nose, yeah. broken co clavicle, collarbone. We already saw this shot. He's a, well, he's going to come. Oh, look, uh, he's breaking. Okay, now turn up the sound. Look, going for a different angle to dissolve. Slow motion. Keep the sound up. About to compress ten vertebrae, our director. Weird. He just compressed ten of his vertebrae, and he'll he'll be okay, but he'll walk with the limp for life. He'll, wow. Yeah. That right here, right our here. director is squeeze on his spine. Ugh. Now look how cool the movie is to do these echoey sounds. I mean, it's not the real motion. Going it from eight angles. This scene, damn it, hurt to uh, hurt you. Yeah, all right, great. Let's do slow motion. I want to hear. <laughs> Put in the, the middle of the movie. The avalanching down. Yeah. This is That's, crazy. Yeah, when you win the five hundred, you do that circle donut and makes right. Smoke. Well, people always ask me, like, did you just win the Indy 500? I go, no, no, no. I just pour milk on my shirt. Yeah. Okay. Those are it. That's his fire truck again. That's his ambulance. He bought them all. Now, this one is slow motion is, than regular motion. The roadblock now is blocking the chasers. So it really is going to be over now, and our guy is going to get away. Was that because he hurt himself so badly? He's like, that's it. We're done. <laughs> no, in the movie. The movie and the plot, the guy's fine. And um, see, here he is just driving on the regular street, and his right. feet, the fuck, Eleanor, just feet in hell. Wow. Now he's looking for a way to get out, so he sees a car wash. The same car wash? No. It's How a, many car washes have we seen? Three different car washes? Outdoor I, car washes. I broke my perfectly fine umbrella. That's the kind of broadcast they're having right now. This end. Hey, radio station, it begins with the letter K. Well, it's K country all the time kind of thing. Yeah. KL country. Country. Oh, car wash. Car wash. That's my ticket. Continuous country here on KKK. <laughs> KCC. KCC. <laughs> Doing that. What's the steal? You're going to say the words KKK on stage for that fun? Don't do um, it. It's not worth it. Continuous country. Hi, do you yeah. have the car wash that will fix my car? But I'll start with the whole bit of like W radio stations. Yeah, right. K radio stations. That's, that's, that's freaking you out. The radio stations start with the letter K. Just, I mean, like, I know it's. Okay, so. Oh, here we go, our friends. 
he's he Look how much smoke is in that thing. Dynamite. Dynamite. Black, give me five. Oh my god, yeah, there you go. That's a shopping cart right there. Now we never saw. Is that what happened? It was his car that hit the shop. Yeah, that's right. Oh, okay, okay. I watched this is the fourth time I've okay. Now look, he's put his car through the car wash, and guess what he sees? He sees an Eleanor just by coincidence. Shut up. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty bad. That's yeah, that's a bad movie, man. Yeah. Right? Six people in the universe and the six persons that kill her. He just happened to find the same fucking make. Yeah, coincidence is never good in a plot, but sometimes it is. Yes, when it serves the plot, but it when it serves your good guy to get out of trouble. No, that's not good. Like one of my biggest beefs. That was lucky. Yeah, it is lucky. And also what a waste of our time. Like it was I hate when it it was all a dream. You wasted my time. You you mean he he found this same car at the end now we right now we find out that the dj is the one who owned the eleanor all the acting no go ahead keep it up keep it up no i just i, I well, you okay, know people can watch the movie on their own now and you know they can't is it gonna start, are they gonna start a chain of events no. <laughs> this is the end of their events. If this was Final fun. Destination, they would park, they would knock over a milk carton that happens to be on the parking spot. The milk will pour into the electrical wires, causing a fire. So now everyone's on the lookout. The manager's like, well, sir, ma'am, I did not say we would rewash your car. What kind of car is it? It's a 1973 Ford Mustang. What? Now that wasn't a pricey car. It was just that it, the Mustang was never going to be again. It was the very last one, so everyone wanted to buy it. Oh, she saw the beat up yeah. one, and she thought right, it was and she fainted. <laughs> just like in Mark Swain's Prince and the Pauper. Right. To serve and protect. Okay, so they think they've got, you know, the owner of the car wash. Right. They think they're arresting him because he's his car. We got, we got him. Okay, now we have a tense moment in which the new Eleanor, you know, he might get caught by the cops. Right. He goes, where's the 10 freeway? He goes, just give me your license, buddy. Kirby shoes. Now we would say, where's route 10? But you snobs out in L.A. No, you just have so to say the. Where's the ten? Where's the ten? Where's the? You the... want it south or no? Tell me where root ten is. You mean like a plant, like a root? What do like you mean? Like a root? Oh, the, like the roots. So he goes, "Hey, wait a minute, you! Hey!" Uh oh. You want to get to root ten? Go straight and make a right. Oh, you mean the hey. ten officer? I mean, the, yeah, I said uh, so silver. Yeah, you know, metric system out there. You know, yeah. here on the East Coast, we have WNEW, right home in the New York rocker. But, the, the, but the West Coast, 
there's a K. It would have to be KW at EW. What's up with that? What's going on? Canoe? Canoe? That's a, that's a different word, people. So, we got the Los Angeles Carol Miller. Okay, turn it out. Turn it out. Oh, yes, finally the plots are going. Give it up. What are they going to notice? Billy. Yeah. Watch what the, our hero says. See you around, Billy. Right. Well, that, there goes the only interesting people we've seen so far. Oh, I got a vote for Peter Pinson for uh, sure. Look at the, the car's on fire. Yeah. What? That's it? Directed. Now look how it's superimposed. It really wasn't done in the 70s. Also, the soundtrack we heard was yeah. modernized because of some lawsuit kind of thing. You know, maybe the internet didn't tell me about the release because it wasn't. I don't know. No, it was released. It had to be. Well, no. it was on DVD, and but I don't know if it went in theaters. I don't know. Right. Look Toby this, was Toby. his nickname. Yeah, people called him Toby. His wife called him Toby. Oh, that's so funny. Like, everyone survived. The car was on fire, but it's okay. Long Beach, Long Beach Police, Carson, yeah. Long Beach Fire, Torrance, Redundo, Redundo, Los Angeles Sheriff, California yeah. Chips. This is what makes the W stream come true. Thank God, this is crazy. Now, this was maybe made in 1989 after he died. Right. Now, look, this is scenes from, that's his wife. You see, it says Gone in 60 Seconds. Yeah. This is scenes from Gone in 60 Seconds 2 in 1989. You can see how it's really on video. But it says 2000 on there. Yeah, I don't know why. This is 1989. Oh, I see. In 2000 is when the new film Gone in 60 Seconds came out. Maybe oh. they repurposed it for a promo. I don't think so, though. But no, this is vintage. This is for the sequel, God in 61 Seconds. <laughs> He's also. Armenian, American, and she's very pretty and nice in interviews and stuff, but she'll sue your ass if you try to use Eleanor. Try to oh. name it Eleanor. Yeah, it's that's her. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Good for her. That's savvy. <laughs> oh, Carl, what do you think of this movie? I love-hated it. I I really think this guy was ambitious and he pulled it together <clears throat> and you were um, in the restroom at the time, but he made right. two sequels. One was called um, the junk man. And he again played Ace or whatever. And one was called deadline auto thief. And again, he played Adrian Pace. Do you think those movies are on the YouTube? Yeah, maybe we could search for him. It's called right. the junk man and deadline. Yeah. Auto okay. Thief. The junk man just popped up. I think that what you want to see next time. Uh, well, I have we have a movie set up for next week, but I think the next time we see a movie, we should probably see the junk man, nineteen eighty two. Okay, so okay, the junk man. Are you okay with that? Watching him? Yeah, again? sure, sure. Yeah. Um, let's go to that. You said you found a trailer. Well, yeah. Do you want to do the movie that we have lined up, or just go straight to the junk man? Um, this is your show, and you give me 
the orders round here, Mole. Let's do uh, the junk man. Okay, the junk man. Let yeah. Me go to trailers. Right. Yeah. Let's. I hope we're. I hope there's a trailer. There best be. <clears throat> trailer. The junk man. 1982. Okay, give me a second. I have to catch up. It's just the next video that Otto played was the junk man. So one of the few times I gotcha. I, that okay, uh, I junk, okay, there is the junk man original trailer 1982 by Rust Billy. Rust channel. Okay. Uh Uh, sorry. Oh, here we go. I got you. I'm going to do Rust Billy. I'm going to hit play and hit pause. Play. Okay, and then slide back to zero. Slide back. Zero. Get the... All right, let's get the sound going. Ladies and gentlemen, you know, we don't edit this shit out. All right, ready? And three, two, one, go. What? 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 Chad DeLorean, you're talking too quickly. Oh, we saw some of the footage from number one. Sounds intriguing. Oh, it's the same joke. Guys? joke man fucking i just thought god with the 60 seconds was the craziest shit i've seen on uh as a yeah. film i was wrong take to the skies too uh, oh people love this movie it's all over youtube all right well ladies and gentlemen we just watched god with 60 seconds from the great uh hp hp haliki haliki we love hp haliki uh who unfortunately passed away uh in 89 and we are going to be uh, watching his movie from 82, The Junkman, next Sunday at 2 p.m. So you can listen to it first on Mutiny Radio. You find mutinyradio.fm on your internet or on your uh, live streaming podcast uh, app. And yes, please, I didn't even mention that. Go to Patreon. Go to Venmo. Donate to uh, Mutiny Radio. We had just had a fundraiser, Carl. I don't know if you noticed it. I it was a fundraiser. 
it was a fundraiser and somebody actually donated the the full amount right and uh, you suspected it was me no <laughs> i didn't so i didn't tag you to say that carl good job for putting down that money <laughs> i was like hey someone actually donated the entire some of the fundraisers so we appreciate yeah. it here at muni radio so uh bring quality shows as you know monday and fridays they have live comedy shows as well as our station manager